What's up, Ramley? Welcome back to another episode of Ramley 101. I am your host, Dr. Steve Tranzo. On today's episode, we will be discussing academic success, advising for a smooth matriculation. As a first-year student, you may not know exactly what you want to major in or even what classes to even take next. We have joining us today academic success coach, Ms. Brittany Richardson. Hi, everyone. My co-host for today is Ms. Vanessa Adagbo. Hey, Ramley. All right, let's get to know our guests. Could you give us a little background information on your journey to ASU? Well, my journey to ASU started when I moved back to Southwest Georgia. I was a a teacher at Bibb County Elementary School, and I was just like, well, you know, I don't think this is for me. I think I really want to work with, you know, older um, students. So I came back, and most people do know that I am a wildcat, but I love ASU because we're actually sister schools. So that's basically it. Okay, so as a academic success advisor, what services do you all provide for students? I would say that we provide services to assist students with their academic success. So that means that we assist them with their GPAs, with their basically their standing and uh, assist them with the classes that they need to take. You know, some students, they want to put themselves in their own classes. However, we have those academic advising holes on their accounts, so they can't put themselves in classes. So they have to schedule an appointment with us to advise them. Some students, they come to stop students from placing themselves in the wrong courses. We are set in place for that. So when you talk about advising for students, when can a student advise them own selves? Like for example, what what classification do they have to do their own advice, register for their own class? Well, for right now, they don't because if they're like a freshman, a sophomore, junior, it depends on what program they're in. They can't in health science. I know that much. However, when they are with faculty, they will have to go to like their faculty advisor. Advisor, I think it's like some different programs that advisors do not advise. They have to go to faculty. So they still have to, the, someone has to put them in the courses. They can advise themselves of what classes they want to take and tell the person to put them in. However, we are set in place to say, okay, no, you can't take this before this because they're prereqs. So we just have to be like, you know, okay, maybe you can take this, maybe you can't, but we're just set in place to assist. Okay. So what is the process for registering for classes? Okay. So the process is you can schedule an appointment on our school website you can also call in to the academic advising center we are over here on east campus and we're also on west campus so as an incoming freshman what is a reasonable uh first year course load um it really depends on the major so with health science it may be 14 credit hours because we don't want to put them in too much because they have to have certain GPAs. But most likely, if you're in a bachelor's program, it's most likely 15 to like 16 credit hours. So with health science, it varies. So what can a student do if they want a credit overload? 
or course overload. Okay, so they can talk to their um, academic advisor about a course overload. However, they have to have a certain GPA to have that course overload. It's a 3.0. It depends on what, how much of an overload do you want because the register office actually changed. Okay. The register office actually changed the the load. So it's not, I think it's like over 18 now because it was less than 18. I think it was like 17 or something like that. But you have to have a 3.0 in order to go over a certain limit. Okay. So. How many credit hours do I need to graduate? It depends on your program. program okay. So we advise students to look up their program on the website to see what their program requirements are. So when you come into an academic advising session, you should know what program you are pursuing. You should know what classes you should be able to take. You should know about your program. All right. So I'm in 15 credit hours and I'm struggling. What resources are available to me? as a student that is struggling in courses? There are multiple resources. We have the math center. We have the writing center. We also have some people that offer tutoring sessions. And also, you can drop your course before a certain amount of time. However, the academic calendar is important because you have to know about those add and drop dates. After the add and drop dates, you can withdraw from a class However, you need to know when the withdrawal period is. So can you explain what SAP is? So with um, SAP, you really have to talk to your financial aid about um, SAP. Therefore, with SAP, you can lose like financial funding. So if you don't do what you're supposed to be doing in your program, let's say, hey, I'm going to all these parties. I'm not going to class. I'm going to make ifs. You can lose your financial aid. You can be on academic probation and you can be on academic suspension. After academic suspension, you're suspended for a semester. Then you can readmit back to the school. However, when you're on suspension, you may owe some money back to the school. You may have to pay some money to come back to school. So it varies. It depends on how your financial aid calculates everything. Okay, so I know with SAP, you have to be at a 67% passing rate or you can lose your financial aid, your funding right. for school. Uh, so I know with being a first-year student, you're getting acclimated to the campus. You're around here attending the parties, the student events, going to class. Do you have any tips for time management? Time management. That is so funny that you asked that question because I had a student. <laughs> she probably know who she is, but she told me that she had 12 alarm clocks. I said, are you serious? I said, so when... You set your alarm, you know, you tend to go back to sleep after you press snooze. So then your brain is not functional enough to say, hey, you know, get up. So then you press snooze again. So it's like, I'm going to lay there again. Your brain is still like, I'm not going to get up. So you land again. So you're going to automatically be late for your class. So I told her, hey, you know, you need to learn a little bit of time management. So just do about two so we do have student success that will sit down and talk to you guys about time management student success and just assist with that if students need assistance 
Sometimes it's hard coming from, you know, home and mom is always saying, hey, you got to wake up at 8 to get to school, you know, wake up at 7.30, catch the bus. But now it's all on the students. So is there a difference between a student success coach and an advisor? We are actually called student success. We have a student success program. So they really don't. It's really like a consultation with I want to say she's an advisor. They don't have like an advisor. They have like a, they have consultations with her. It's basically not like an advisor. We just basically are the ones to put them in classes. So that's basically the difference. Because they, they just made the student success program. So Leah is the coordinator right now. So basically when they fail classes and stuff, they are, she sent out an alert. So we basically supposed to contact them and say, hey, what's going on in this class? And she basically is supposed to be like doing everybody on campus. I don't know how she get to them. I guess they assist her. Dr. Burgess assist her with that. But um, do you think students should declare a major right away? If not, when do you think students need to declare a major? I really think they should know when they come to college. Because when you come and you don't know, it puts you on the back burner to think that you have more time. So let's, for example, I'm the academic advisor for health science. If you continue to say, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. You will take classes that you wouldn't need for a certain program. And then you will run out elective space. So when you run out elective space and some of your classes go through fall through, that means you have to pay out the pocket. So I really think that you should try to know before you come to college just try to explore and see what's out there what schools are what type of program the school is offering for you and just know what you want to do in life okay so for i'll probably have to disagree with you on that because for example a first gen student Mm -hmm. who has nothing no experience with what college is like how would they navigate to know what this is for them? Because you don't want them to actually be in their third year as a nursing student. And then all of a sudden, they're like, I don't like nursing. That is true. They can change their major. However, there are career tests to assist students with. They do have a career test at career services. And also, school counselors in high school, they do assist students at certain schools to help them with their decision about uh, what program they want to pursue in college. I can't say all of them, but some of them. <laughs> so if I um, came, if I enrolled in as one major and I decided to midway the semester that I want to change my major, what is the process for a major change? That's okay. It depends on the program. If you are in associate's programs, you have to have at least, you have to stay in that program and have at least 30 credit hours and meet that internal transfer GPA. And it may be a 2.25, it may be a 2.5, it depends on what the program is. So an internal transfer can be done to um, a bachelor's program. So my other question would be, every incoming freshman, do they start off as an AS? Do they start off as an associate? That's a great question. Every student does not. It depends on the GPA and the test scores for a student to come in in a bachelor's program if your test scores are too low and your gpa is too low you will automatically end up in an associate's program which is okay because the pathway programs navigates you towards the bachelor's program if you're trying Mm -hmm. to 
obtain a bachelor's degree. An associate's is actually cheaper than a bachelor's, so. Hey, save that money and get save your associate's some. degree. Right. What do you enjoy most about being an academic advisor? I enjoy the population. I love to see students come in and they're just like, I want to do nursing. I want to do nursing. And I'm just like, okay, you made sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you know, you have a nursing GPA that you have to meet. Or I want to do dental hygiene. I have a dental hygiene student that I go sit in his chair and it's like, oh, you're really going to be dental hygienist one day. And it's just fun. It's fun to see students progressing and doing what they need to do to get to where they want to be in life. Life. So on average, how many students you advise? A day? In general. In general, 400 and about 38. Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> a day is like 17 every 30 minutes. So I'm like busy, busy, busy. And then the phone is ringing. I'm like, hello. Let me call you back. I'm going to email. I, I could try to fit you in some other time. It's a lot of students on campus. So speaking for all the advisors, it is a lot because you have one advisor that may have about five different departments that they are advising so it's a lot especially with health science i think that's probably the biggest program that albany state has so it's a lot of health science students what goals do you think are reasonable for the first year as an academics mm. i personally think that students goals should be to do well in those core classes because they are really important your common English, your common math, and your sciences. Just try to do as well as possible because at the end of the day, when a student does not do well in the program, it follows you. It follows you from now to if you want to go to grad school. If you don't have that certain GPA to get in grad school, you will not be accepted. Basically, just do what they need to do to obtain their degree. Get out of here to get a job. So how do you motivate students and ensure that they are meeting their goals? Well, when I call students, we just go over their degree words. Like, for example, right now, midterms have posted and I'm looking at their midterm grades. Well, I would ask them first to see what they're going to tell me. I'm just like, hey, so how... Um are your classes going? And some of them, they would be like, oh, they're going really good. They're going real good. And I said, well, hmm, looks like you have a D in math. What's going on there? So, well, you know, my teacher said that he was going to open the test back up for me. He didn't. <laughs> I, I was like, well, why did the test close? Did you let the test close? Well, he said, I said, well, nah, hmm, that doesn't sound right. So, basically just giving them an insight of, you know, you need to be responsible. It's not all about, hey, my teacher's not going to open my test up. Because when those teachers say, hey, I'm closing this up, they're going to close it. So it's on the teacher is going to do what they want to do when it comes down to opening their test, giving you the um, extra credit, all that kind of stuff. So they need to be on their P's and Q's. So do you think that as of now, students should follow degree works or the check sheet? No, students should follow their degree works. My supervisor, she would say, nobody should be using a check sheet right now. So you can use the website, which does have a check sheet to guide you. But however, sometimes degree words have updated things. Mm -hmm. So you actually can look at both of them to ensure that you are in your correct classes and 
the advisor will also be there to assist and say, well, no, we don't offer that anymore. Well, yes, we do offer that. So that's about it. So I know we have hammered you with questions. Uh, so here's a fun one. What does Ramley means to you? Ramley. Ram family. They, all of us are family here, and that's about it. That's what I can see out of it. As we wrap up the show, in two seconds, give a first-year student the best advice you can give. Make sure that all your holes are clear. Understand and look at your degree words to see what you have going on. Some students are seniors and don't even know what degree words is. Also, understand your program. Just know what you're getting into because some people, they're just like, hey, I didn't know I had to make a nursing GPA. So they need to, everyone needs to know what they have going on. Also, so important, so important, the academic calendar. Oh my God, it has all the information that you need to know on there. When to drop, yes, when to drop classes, withdrawal information, when you will receive a WF, holidays. Everyone loves holidays. Everything, basically all the dates that you will need to know during your your time here at Albany State and your email. Most people do not call you at Albany State. (laughs) You would need to utilize your ASU email and that is really important because that's how people communicate with you here and that's about it. Remember students, we have the people in place and the resources here on campus to make sure you are successful. Make sure you are always seeking the help you need. Thank you for listening to this episode of Academic Success, advising for a smooth matriculation. Again, thank you, Ms. Brittany Richardson, for joining us today and sharing about the academic advising processes. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. future Ramley episodes. If there's a topic that you would like us to cover, please message us on social media, Instagram at ASU underscore Ramley 101, Twitter at Ramley 101, or you can send us an email to University College at ASURams.edu. Thank you for tuning in. 101 is produced and edited in the studios of WASU. The music is provided by the Albany State University Marching Rams show band. I am Felicity Felder. Thank you for listening. Looking to start a podcast? Anchor is a free app that helps users create, edit, and publish their podcast free of charge. Yes, it's free. You can also make money with Anchor by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into your episodes. So head over and download the Anchor app so that you can start creating content for your people to view.